What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Guys Who Cry podcast. I'm Adam Cook, and we also have... Ruben Denaudi. We're here, and we're back. We have so much to talk about <laughs> after last week. Man, we're tired after this Sunday. We had a busy weekend. We had lots of crazy things going on. And last week, we talked about something sort of frivolous, superficial. We talked about fashion, just something kind of fun to start things off. But we love getting into the meat of our feelings, emoting, crying, laughing, everything. And so we wanted to talk about some of the um, different emotions we've been experiencing over right. the last few months and, and getting deep. Being being emotional with each other, man. Like I think uh, it's it's something that a lot of guys feel very weak about, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, any expression of like, crying or sadness or anything that's negative i think we kind of hold back on we feel like we have to be strong yeah i think i know i personally have gotten way better at this in the last couple years i have gotten really good at just telling people how i feel about a situation mm -hmm. and not using that as like a hey this is how it's supposed to be but this is how i feel right regardless of how it makes you look right. if it makes you look weak or you're talking too much about your feelings or you're telling us more too much of how you think you're like well this is this is good information for my close people around me to know right yeah like this past week you know we went out to the copper dram and we which is a local yeah local local watering hole uh it's a craft cocktail bar in greenville um and we kind of talked about a little bit of, like just naturally we ended up talking about you know i think you were telling me about therapy we're talking about therapy. It was me, Ruben, and then uh, a girl who was with us. And um, I was talking about therapy that I went to this last week. Um, uh, I go probably once every couple of months, and I got into talking about noticing that I was crying like once a week more regularly. And so we were kind of going into maybe why that is and talking about the different effects of uh, the pandemic uh, sort of a broken heart situation I went through uh, last year that's just still sort of playing, you know, in, in things. Yeah. It's still a little, you know, it's in there somewhere. And um, along with, you know, just the, the winter season as well, I think subconsciously oh, affects us a lot more. depression is a thing. Do you yeah. feel that at all? Absolutely. Seasonal yeah. depression is 100% a thing. Like that is <laughs> something a lot of people deal with. They can't go out. They can't yeah. get that vitamin D. Right. You know, they can't, you know, I think that's why, you know, that's why tanning boots are so popular with a lot of people because yeah. it gives them that like sense of happiness. Uh, yeah. But yeah, seasonal depression is a thing. I definitely have it. Definitely. I have been taking vitamin D supplements. I feel like they've been helping, but it might just be the placebo effect. I don't I really don't know. Think so. I think it's definitely, it does help. It's definitely yeah. helping. Yeah, yeah, I haven't yeah. gone out as much. So, um, but like I, I am, I'm definitely okay with talking about crying. I was also raised in a family where we were very open about things. If there was conflict, if there were feelings, if there was a question about whatever, we talked about it and we weren't really like afraid to. So even sometimes now I still feel weird crying in certain situations. Obviously you don't always want to burst out crying in public or whatever, but I'm also not afraid to like feel that if I'm alone and I feel sad or depressed sure. or like, Oh, I'm not going to find a person to be with a spouse or uh, it, uh, you know, the winter or COVID or whatever. I just sort of let it come out. Cause I usually feel better after crying do you feel that way absolutely yeah. i mean it there's something <laughs> it's like a joke right it's like having that that uh, just a good cry yeah like it could and it could be anything could could 
instigate it. Like, yeah. you know, we were watching that movie Soul last week. Oh, it's a, it's an animated ago. Pixar movie? Yeah. Disney movie, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a Disney Pixar movie. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's on Disney+. Plus. Jamie Foxx is in it, Tina Fey, bunch of other people. And yeah. pretty pretty sure, like, all five of us, all six of us, all were, like, crying in some way, shape, or some people were sniffling. Some yeah. people were, like, like, like actively wiping away tears. Right, like right. I was like rubbing my eyes a lot and like, like wiping tears away, like as they were yeah. coming out. So like, it wasn't so obvious. Uh, but there's something about a good cry that like, you do feel better. Whatever, whatever like chemical is released. Yes. From just having that cry is there. I, I, we should probably look more. We should probably find out more after the break, but uh, like, you have to Google it. Yeah, yeah. But it is, it is definitely an interesting, like, it's definitely interesting to, to see that, you know? Yeah. And I'm trying to think the movie talked a lot about, uh, sort of the meaning of life mm. and, um, not wanting to waste your life. If I don't get to do this certain activity, then my life means nothing. The guy was a musician. And if he didn't get to play music, right. it's like his life meant nothing. And just those really big feelings that, that ex those existential feelings of what is life all about? Sometimes those get to you too. Like, what, what am I doing? I'm just right. working, going to sleep and, hanging out with friends and that's it you know right Sometimes. and like you know we're not gonna do any spoiler alerts for the movie but <laughs> i think it was funny like after the movie i think we were all like well that was not an adult that was not a kid's movie not a kid at all that yeah was heavy very heavy super heavy talking about things and like you know you definitely left the movie definitely having a better appreciation on life like man yeah. i never looked at it that way or like right. whatever well that's a question for you what is something that triggers besides a movie like that what's something that triggers you during the week it's gonna get might get real personal what's something that triggers maybe that that feeling of, of crying oh, man there's a lot um if you can it's speak still to something it. that i struggle with uh i mean something that i always struggle with is uh feeling adequate oh you know like even though i have been cooking up a storm for the last 12 years of my life yeah and people tell me all the time like man you're killing it you're killing it you're killing it i still have a problem accepting that so do you feel like your skills aren't adequate or like you're not performing just, up to a certain level see i just feel like there's people that are better than me i just have a better way yeah. of being more personable so a lot of people can relate to me which i think definitely helps if you're saying oh my gosh you're killing it dude right right well, I think people who are really good in their field probably always feel that way. I mean, there's a level of confidence, but there's always a level of like, well, there, maybe there's someone better than me or um, whatever. Or I, you're more notice, you notice your mistakes probably more too. Maybe you're, are you hard on yourself? Oh with yeah, work, 100%. Like at I work, mean, yeah. with, with everything. Yeah. You know, we were talking about last week, how I used to be fat. Like that's something like, you know, I have to get to the gym at least four times a week. If I don't get to the gym four times a week, I will literally have dreams. Where I have, where I wake up and like I see myself fat again, overweight. Let's say yeah, struggle overweight. overweight. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess I, I'm, <laughs> I'm again, teasing. I, I'm there I go teasing. being being. No, honest. no, but yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's right. Like, yeah, no, I have these dreams where I gained all that weight back. Right. Right. Uh, it's it's weird. Like, so what about you? Well, let's uh, but that's let's good. Flip that question back to you though, because I could go on for hours yeah yeah well you know mine i mean I'll, I'll get real vulnerable i mean I, I i was telling my therapist ever since i was a teenager um i have struggled with not being alone i've always had good people around me but like you know when you get to those adult years you want to you want to be with a partner and that's always been something that i've struggled to find um i've had girlfriends here and there or whatever but most of the time my adult life i've been i've been single and so 
like many people I've talked to, you always struggle with that. It's difficult to find a the right person for you, the right puzzle piece for you, and you get hopeless about it. You feel, oh, I'll never find that person, and those thoughts tend to be tend to really right. eat at you. And sometimes they just they they culminate into a day during the week, and you're not really doing that much. You're not busy. And you're just like, what am I doing? How am I ever going to meet someone? Because for me, it's very completing. It 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 makes me just such a better person in a much more content status. And I've had that, samples of that before. And so when I don't have it, it's a little bit like I'm, I feel unfulfilled. I feel a little empty. Um, plus at the winter season, a pandemic, a broken heart from last yeah. year, all that on yeah. top of it, you're 100%. like, Oh, well, okay. My life is means nothing. hundred yeah, percent. I mean, and that, that's something that you're not alone with. Either, yeah. Yeah. You know? That's right. I mean, it helps. Like, yeah. I tell, like I struggled with that for a long time and I still do. Sure. Uh, sure. You know, I, I think for the longest time, the question was always like, what's wrong with me? And not saying like, oh, okay, like that person just wasn't for me or right. I wasn't for that person. Yes. And to be content with that is very hard. That's also something like that is definitely very uh, emotionally triggering. Trying to, to learn to be content with that, you mean? Yeah, right. just to learn to say that, okay, even though that person has everything checks every box yeah it's not there oh yes because you mean like it's disappointing like if you meet someone oh cool but it's it doesn't check every box right oh i get this this is not gonna work right i mean we've talked about that yeah yeah that's yeah it's it's crazy (laughs) it's it's it it does make you feel like crap it does when you meet somebody and they are awesome they're incredible and like they have everything you want but there's just something there that you just can't you just can't reel it in you got the nibble, but you just can't bring it to yourself to reel it in. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? That's so should I should I share a story recently? Yeah, about... I mean, go for it. So this I was is, this is the guys who cry podcast. I know, I get it, dude. It's it's good. It's good to get it. Cause I think this is what people like to hear. It's kind of like you we're really sharing like vulnerable, intimate moments. And like I uh, had had a female friend I was I was hanging out with. I wasn't interested romantically, but a really great person I enjoyed spending time with. And uh, we hung out, watched a movie, just cuddled a little bit, nothing crazy or whatever. Um, they ended up leaving a, a little bit earlier, had maybe just a little bit of a dispute about something. And we had watched a pretty emotional, like romantic movie. So in my mind, I'm thinking about some of the, the my past relationships and I'm thinking about like wanting to find love and literally cuddling with someone that maybe I don't really feel that strongly about. And so in that way, just felt more friendly, not romantic. And then after the person left, I just came home and I just burst into tears. And I'm like, I don't even really know why I'm crying, but a part of it is that you find good people, but you just know they're not that fit for you. Right. So either being rejected or in some sense rejecting someone else because they just don't feel like the right fit for you, it all is like incredibly disappointing. And you're like, why can't I just find I can't I can I just make this person work with me? You know? And um that that's what really gets to me sometimes. I don't know if it's the same thing. No, for see, you, well, I, more... I think I've had the opposite. <laughs> 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 Where like uh I found girls that I want to be with, and like they're yeah. like, ah, oh, you're just not for me, bro. Yeah. I've been like, rejected too. I've been rejected but many I think times. For me, yeah. it's more that than the opposite. Like, sure, sure, sure. We all can't be Adam Cook. Oh, whatever, dude. Wheeling them in left and right. Yeah, I wish. Uh, I wish. <laughs> I wish, man. No, that's great. That's really funny, though, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, listen. I mean, I I think the the base of this podcast moving forward is going to be talking more about deep 
intimate issues yeah. uh, like these uh, that a lot of guys probably aren't comfortable talking about. Yeah, mainly, mainly from the male perspective, you yeah, know, but I, I think mean, you know, we want to probably incorporate some we do, female yeah. perspectives in there there's as well. Definitely, there's, there's, definitely, uh, there's definitely topics that we want to talk about with having a female present. You know, yeah. We've reached out to a few of our female friends already. So fun. So fun. Uh, we, yeah. just, we are really interested in hearing different perspectives because Adam and I also want to learn more from other points of view. Too. For sure. For sure. Oh yeah, because we're always looking. Whether it's whether it's um, different genders, uh, different ethnic ethnicities, people from other nations, whatever it is, yeah, orientation, it's, orientation. It's great. great. Yeah. It's so great to get other people's perspectives because we just we see everything through our lens in life. You know, I'm a white privileged middle class guy. I'm like my you know scope of experience is pretty limited, and to get behind in the, in the eyes and the shoes of someone else is a phenomenal eye opening experience. Um, I think it helps us to live life a little bit more fulfilled, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I think this is great, man. Like this is, there's stuff that like, I know I was trying to think like on Friday, um, yeah. you know, I've been talking to somebody recently mm-hmm. um, and I was just not, I mean, I go to these phases. I think we all do. We're like, we just don't want to, we just don't want to be super emotional with, with somebody or something or be very uh, vulnerable or open. Yeah, you mean? Vulnerable okay. and open yeah. And like, me personally, like on Friday, I was just very tired. Yeah. Very tired, very exhausted. I yes. work, you know, I'm a chef, so I work 12-hour days. I'm on my feet on all feet. day. Yep. Um, I'm dealing with stress from the dinner service, trying to worry about, like, orders, food costs, all these things. Stressful patrons, yeah, I'm sure. And, yeah, and, like, you know, there are days where I just don't want to see anybody. Sure, sure. Uh, Adam can tell you firsthand how many times I'm like, I just want to go home and sleep. Yeah. Um. So I have been I what I've worked on the last couple of years is just being open and vulnerable with females, you know, that I that I'm interested in. Just yeah. being, this is you know, this is how I feel about a situation. Yeah. Because I don't want because I don't want them to do what I used to do and like read too much into a situation. Yes. So you if know? you're explicit with how you're feeling, yes. they can just take it at face value. Right. And not have to fill in the blanks and guess what you're feeling. Right. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think like that is that's something else that I think is very important to help us get over these emotions that we have. And, you know, after having this good cry, just kind of analyzing why did I just cry? Right. What what triggered the crying? Yes. What triggered all of these? Yes. Things? And and then then not being ashamed of it, you know, you embrace it because you I mean you usually after you cry you feel you feel better and yeah. it kind of helps think of how how can I refocus or whatever. But the crying is not something that should be avoided. Oh, I, I oh, shouldn't right. cry. Yeah. It's like no, that's something we should go through. We should express and let it out. You know, yeah, which that's everyone kind of like, knows. Very like boomer but... way of thinking. I mean, I know that's kind of a slur, but yeah, uh, it is really interesting. It's kind of like like, like you know like the boomer era was like you know like the guys didn't want to seem weak. Right in front of their families, their their wives, their kids, and sure. they they saw it as a sign of weakness. Right, and, and I think our generation really helped saying, "Hey, it's okay to have emotions." Right, <laughs> like right. We're all just people, and we all understand too. And I I will say on the flip side of that, and and you know, women can attest to this, or other people who are in stressful situations, maybe men in the military. That you know, there's a time and a place too. So like, if you do have to be strong in a particular setting, you're trying to get your guys to march up the hill to take out the enemy and you're stressed out, but you, you want to cry, but you don't. Or I had, a, I had a female boss one time. I had to lay off a bunch of people and she loved everyone. She hated having to do it. She burst into tears, like in the bathroom afterwards. And like, there was obviously a time and a place um, and an appropriate time, I think to cry, but just overall not being ashamed of, of letting that out. So um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a perfect place to take a break. Sounds good. We'll come back and we'll uh, talk more about some of these stories about crying and like how it made us feel afterwards. So stay tuned. Yep. We are back with the Guys Who Cry podcast, guys. So we did it. We looked it up. What is the chemical that is released after you cry? It is called oxytocin. And endogenous opioids. Opioids, classic. I love them. Opioids. It's my favorite type of opioids. Oh, yeah, the opioids. Otherwise known as endorphins, like what's released when you're working out or whatever. So that's probably why you feel good after you cry. We obviously know nothing. Yeah, so... You know, we had to do our Jamie on Joe Rogan thing. Jamie, can you look that up real quick? If me? anyone listens to the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, Joe Rogan's assistant he is always making him looking up, uh, look up facts and things. Um, so we were going to talk about the text message. Yeah, being open about our emotions and how like literally this just happened, not even forty minutes. So ago. I am typically late to things or allow myself to be late to things. We were going to meet for this podcast around uh, 8 p.m. I said after 8 p.m., so in my mind, that could be anything. But then, so I'm coming back from something. I asked, you know, I told Ruben, oh, it might be more like 9. I'd finished at the gym or whatever. And then I, when he heard that it was going to be closer to 9 p.m., he I was like... I initially just said, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just going to hop in the shower and get uh, something to eat. Yeah. And, you know, I... so. Just a quick backstory. I'm going back to my old job. I was furloughed from my old job, so now I'm going back. So for the next like 20 days, I'm going to be working every single day. You're going to be working two jobs. Yeah. Yes. For, for the next 20 days. I mean, on my days off, I'll be at the other job from the other. You know what I mean? So all I said was, uh, hey, man, uh, could you just try to be more considerate of my time moving forward? Just because, you know, uh, especially like I'm on this long stretch coming up. I just want to get yes. to bed early. Um and that's something that three years ago, maybe not I me, mean, maybe even like a year and a half ago, I would have probably just pushed that all the way down to the dark. Oh, you recess. wouldn't have said anything. I wouldn't have said anything. Oh, I would yeah, have yeah, said, yeah. you know, I would have just like, been okay. And then got upset about it and just yeah. been, been upset about it by myself. But by saying that out loud, I like to think that Adam understood, Yeah, you know, and it seems like he did. I saw the urgency of that. So I was like, all right, fine. Forget what I was going to do. I'm just coming straight over. Like, I, I respect your time. And I also ge- generously interpreted it. So I could have interpreted that as like, oh, is he being a little short? Or, um, uh, you know, I kind of thought it was maybe open-ended. Or I'm always thinking in my head, we do things later at night anyway. I'm not thinking about your second job. I'm not thinking about any of that stuff. So right. I was. I try to interpret, especially text messages, very generously. Um, and I was like, dude, I'm just coming over. Let's do it. Um, so it was good open communication, Ruben. I appreciate it. Yeah. I, I think that's something that men need to work on a lot. There's a lot yes. of things that I think a lot of men need to work on. Friendships and relationships too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and assuming someone has the best of intentions when they're communicating with you. I remember that was advice given to me when I was working in business. Like when someone sends you an email, if they use all caps or a lot of exclamation, just interpret it like very generously and with the best possible intentions. Right. That, a, that, that, that's yeah. good advice. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I, I think like I try to be very direct when I text people, yeah. especially about emotional things, mm-hmm. you know, saying, Hey, like this is how, you know, like, if I'm giving a friend girl advice, I'll tell him the same thing. You right. know, I'll be like, hey, listen, like, this is how I feel about the situation. Yeah. As long as you're happy, though, like, right. I, you know, forget what I said. I'm not going to stand in the way. Right. But here's my concern. Right. Like, I have a friend that he was in a relationship for six years. And, you know, 
I wasn't necessarily a fan of the girl, but he was happy. He was happy. So I was like, it's not my call. What, it's what got, you, it's yeah. 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 What is he supposed to be with someone that I like? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. Care. It's like, for him to figure out right. too, you know? Like, so like, yeah. I'll never forget like when he broke up with her, like, we had a conversation. I was like, yeah, I was never really a fan of her. He was just like, well, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. Like, he was just so happy. Yeah. I, was like, I just felt like I would be such a jerk. I don't want to take away from your happiness. Yeah. But now I learned like, Hey, all you have to say, you just have to preface it. Just say, Hey, I'm not telling you I'm right or wrong. This right. is how I feel. This is how I feel. Make your own decisions, make your adult decisions, giving you perspective. And we say true friends and true family will do that with one another. And I'm probably on the other side of like, sometimes I, I don't want to give too much advice because I realize we all have to walk our own paths. We all have to learn our own lessons. And I can tell someone, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. But they're not going to listen to me until they learn the lesson on their on their own. However, that being said, speaking truth, I think, into someone's life and being open with those feelings and emotions that you're experiencing at a particular time could, could save someone else hardship or give them a perspective of, oh, I didn't realize she was toxic for me or I didn't realize, you know, she was unreasonable and I'm just head over heels in love, you know? And like the stories I've heard about you with your mom, I feel like your mom is a very direct person, like tells you exactly how she feels about a situation. Pretty much. And just that teaching to be like super open. Like we don't sweep stuff under the carpet. Like we deal with stuff. Yeah. See, and I was wondering, so that was going to be my question. Like, yeah. So is that something like, so you said you grew up with that. Like your dad and mom were very. Yeah. My dad, not as much. I think his, his family was a little more sort of like um, conservative and didn't probably talk about as many things my mom like will come out and talk about everything like even like sex education when i was growing up like whatever questions i had we talked about it she had books around i could ask questions whatever so i learned stuff at a young age and it's always been kind of like that so for some of my friends were probably they're probably like you guys talk about that stuff together like that's that's crazy you know but it's it's really given me someone that i can always sort of fall back on and rely on and it's it's rare you know it's yeah, see, I feel we were talking with my parents about that stuff. Sure. No, <clears throat> like, it, it makes sense. You know, just to give yeah. the listener a little bit of a history about me, like my like my family is very conservative. Uh, my parents actually helped run underground churches in the Middle East when I Whoa. was like a baby. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, big reason why, why I'm still a Christian today. Huh. Um, Dang. And like my brother married his high school sweetheart, you know, like they didn't even really kiss until their wedding day. Like, <laughs> it's like it was crazy. That's, great. That's awesome. Um we yeah, have four kids now, so clearly it worked. <laughs> wow, yeah, definitely worked. It worked. Uh, so, and like they're awesome kids. Uh, yeah. But I like to th- I like to be very open about my history. So like my brother and I took very two different paths okay. in life. Okay. My brother took the, you know, Christian, good head on his shoulders, yes. super smart, the straight and narrow, uh, yeah, straight like pretty narrow. one thing after another. And this is gonna be sound weird to people who know me that are listening right now. I'm like. I'm like the dark horse of the family. I'm like the black sheep of the family. Like I'm like the guy that's like the rebel of the family. I know, like all my like a- Adam's giggling right now because he's like, yeah, it's the weirdest thing to think about. Reuben is like the rebel. No, but I um, know from some of the stories, things you experimented with or tried that. Yeah, other people, I mean, at this I'm, point in my life, I have done things that I'm not necessarily proud of in my past. Sure, sure. But I'm glad that I have those experiences because, yeah. like, I'm going to be able to use those emotions. Yeah. To be able to talk with my nephews. Right. Like if my nephews ever have a problem with any of these things, I like to think that I'm going to be able to be the uncle to be like, hey, listen, from a realistic point of view, mm-hmm. here's the thing. As a guy to another guy, I think I want to show them that it's okay. You know, I, I like as a man, I want to be, I want to show my nephews how men should be emotional. Yeah. 
And as a man for my niece, I want to show her what a true guy should look like, what a true right. man should do, should treat her. You know, for example, like I'll be like, Hey, can I get a hug? And if she says no, I'll say, okay, yeah, I'll back off. Yeah. You know? Oh, especially when it comes to physical intimacy yeah, too. I, I want her to very know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's very important that we moving forward have to be the example for yes. these kind of things. It's okay to cry. It's okay to be emotional. And I think like that's very important. That's a whole other topic is communicating right. I, with physical intimacy. But all, all of that too, if I, 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 I like being touched like this. I don't like kissing in public with other people, you know, when other people are around, like actually saying those things is difficult. And it's funny how, Little people actually do express what they're feeling inside, and it leaves the people around them to be guessing what is going on inside this person's head. All we have is our words. Sometimes we want to be passive aggressive. We want to use our our expressions on our face to communicate how we're feeling. Uh, we want to use our, our body language to communicate to someone how we're feeling. All we have is our words to show the the accuracy, to accurately describe what's what's in our hearts. Otherwise... Right. We can't let people guess, you know? We shouldn't expect people to guess how we're feeling based on just how I'm presenting my my body right. language. I mean, it's interesting you said that because on Friday we had a conversation about how I told you I'm not the biggest fan of PDA. Yes. Public display of affection. <clears throat> yes. And Adam was very real with me. He's like, you got to loosen up a little bit. You know, that's, if that's something she yeah. wants, you have to figure out a way to – be a little bit more comfortable or compromise. Yeah, there's got to be a compromise. But, and I'm the same way though. Cause I'm like, if I'm around friends and I'm with a girl and she wants to kiss and hug and I'm like, well, my, my it's, it's not that I'm embarrassed to do that. I don't want to make other people around right. me feel uncomfortable or yeah, feel like, yeah. Oh, they feel more like alone or single or whatever. Cause I've got someone, I don't want to make other people feel bad. However, I know that it's important to my, the person that I'm with and it's not going to kill anyone if she holds my hand or kisses my cheek or whatever. There's a compromise. Right. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, well, <laughs> it's like also like taking pictures on Instagram. Like I think some guys are maybe more cautious about doing that with someone they're seeing, or I don't want to show all my friends like pictures of us together. And every other picture is like yeah. me and her kissing and holding hands. Yeah, and that's like a whole other topic. Yeah, it's a whole other topic. Like relationship sure. culture yeah. and all of that. Like, I feel like we could just do a whole other it's a good topic. I'll write that which one down. We like, which honestly, we would love to have a female perspective when yes. we do that. Yes. And guys, sure. we're doing this on Anchor, so you can literally you can do it on your phone. You can be our phone guest while we're doing this. That's true. It's pretty so, awesome. So, uh, yeah. you know, just reach out. You know, reach out. We actually have an Instagram now. Last time we released this, we didn't have an Instagram. We have an Instagram now. Guys who cry official. Yes. On Instagram, it is guys who cry official. Uh, we're gonna be posting a funny video. It's kind of funny pictures. We took a picture on Wednesday where I'm kissing Adam's bald head. So. <laughs> <laughs> we like to be silly for sure. Um, how does society perceive male crying or crying in general? Like, do have you gotten any negative feedback on any of that? Where you've ever been bullied or someone's thought you've been weak or we're we're adults now, I mean, so I don't think yeah, it happens yeah. as I mean, much. Yeah, but definitely I mean, like as a kid, it was definitely a thing. Sure, but I think like that was my defense mechanism was to yeah cry and then even when i get angry i start to cry i start to tear okay. up yeah um, and that's something about training the next generation our nieces nephews our kids right. and our whatever is that you know you don't look down on other kids or other people who cry for whatever reason yeah like when i get angry for some reason i start to tear up yeah i don't know what it is yeah. like when i was at i was a chef manager at a university in in, in philly and it was a really stressful taxing job mm -hmm. There was one day where like it just like the tea kettle was boiling, man. It wow. was like it was 
whistling to the point where like I remember my general manager comes over says something to me. I'm getting flack from the from the employee and I literally took off my chef jacket. I walked outside the station. I threw my chef jacket at my boss and oh, I said, you do my job. Wow. You do it. And I went to my car and I bawled my eyes out. Oh. I was like crying to the point where like my old general manager was driving because she was at another location on campus. She was like, are you okay? And I was like, no. Like, I just don't want to be here anymore. Luckily, I was able to like, kind of like get back. It took me like an hour and a half to kind of finally get back to like being, being okay with going back. Right. But people knew that it was a big deal. Yeah. Like people, when I came back, like, are you like, even like the employees who were jerks, mm-hmm. they were like, are you okay? Like, yeah, like you can't scare us. Like that. You hit your limit for sure. Yeah, Everybody like, saw yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I try to do a very good job of like keeping my emotions in check to yeah. an extent of like, you know, I don't like to do knee jerk reactions right. to a lot. Yeah. Of which things. is good. Like I said, there's yeah. a time and a place. You don't want to be yeah. crying at work all the time. Right. Constantly, but like, you know, like, it, I'm it's... not going to like, if someone gets angry at me at work, I'm not going to be like, well, F you dude. Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah, F yeah. yourself. Yeah. Like, you know, perfect example just happened. Uh, Friday night. Uh, one of my coworkers, he's brand new on the line, messed something up. And I got a little bit of uh, upset at him. Mm. And, and like 30, 40 minutes later, after he had calmed down, I said, Hey man, like, didn't mean to snap on you. Yeah. But here's the reasons why. Right. Um, yeah, it's being emotional is, is it's I, I don't know. I've never really gotten flack for it though. That's not, good. A, not as an adult. Well, I have a story. I was with a um a couple friend of mine. They're married, they have like three kids, they're about my age. And uh, they had made dinner for me. It was really nice. We were hanging out. I was kind of playing with his kids a little bit. And he has one very small child. I don't know, maybe two or three years old. And the kid came in the house. He was playing, did something, started crying. And the father was like, said something to me under his breath, sort of like, oh, I wish he wouldn't cry so much. I wish he wasn't such a little a little girl, a little baby, right. quote unquote, a little something that was sort of demeaning. And I'm thinking in my head, this, this kid is like two years old. Like he doesn't have very good control over his emotions. And that's, see, that kind of stuff I think can be very damaging to oh, a child very, to be raised yeah, in that sort of abusive. culture of like, oh, you're going to cry because something bad happened to you. It's like, that's the kind of, that's that toxic masculinity. When people talk about it, there's some frivolous toxic masculinity. You can debate either way, whether or not it is. But that kind of stuff, I think, has got to stop. We can't shame children from expressing their emotions when they clearly don't have any control over it. You know, teaching time and place there is proper control about like not losing your temper and bursting out in tears in the middle of work if you know if you can, but also not being afraid to work through those emotions maybe later on, maybe in a in a more settled environment. Yeah, a hundred percent. I think that yeah, it's, it used to be like oh man, you're being a girl. You know, there's all those things. Yeah. Like, it's just, it, it is an interesting, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. This is like, an interesting contrast. That's the word. Yeah. Contrast. Yeah. And a lot of those demeaning words, it's interesting. It, it's tough. It, it brings in gender rules, which is another uh, another um, topic we wanted to cover, how some of the words being used to to denote, denote weakness are, um, are related to females, uh, feminine terms that are used. And it's terrible. I think it's really, really bad. Yeah, in like, fact, like lot, the P word. Yeah, the P word, like a lot of women we know are a lot stronger than we are in some ways, like, you know, more control over their emotions and deal with really difficult things. So I think it's that's another unfortunate consequence of, you know, suppressing emotions and not dealing with it. But I digress. (laughs) Yeah, I I think, yeah, the 
emoting, being emotional and like showing your emotions, being seen as a sign of weakness. I think that's something that really needs to be nipped in the butt. Yes. And the more I think we can all be, you know, uh, men are in a position of um, either uh, a privilege or confidence who can sort of lead the way in that and say, hey, this is okay to like work through something tough you're dealing with. Um, also, I think the more that men um, don't work through those feelings because they're trying to be strong. Let's say men are not working through those feelings because they're trying to be strong. Women can also do the same thing. If you have a family or friends or relationships, you're, you're holding something in that will negatively affect the people that you love. So you think you're being strong, but in reality, you are hurting the people around you. I think of the story with the American Sniper. Uh, it was a movie about a sniper in Iraq who uh, did a lot of things over in Iraq and came home and basically had PTSD. And it, 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 it rubbed off on his family a lot because he wasn't talking about things. And his wife just said, just talk to me. Tell me what you're feeling. And he kept feeling like he had to hold it in. And I'm thinking in my head, Mr. Mr. Sniper, you think you're being really tough and holding this in. And, and, and I, I can understand the perspective, but you're actually hurting the people who are most close to you because they just want you to work through what you're dealing with because you're human. You can only keep it in so long. We're not that tough. And it takes a little bit of humility, I think, to just realize we're not supermen. We can't contain our emotions or at least only to some level. We need to work through them. Yeah. No, I think you you hit that. I couldn't have said it better. <sighs> Get me worked up, bro. Get me worked wow, that was up. Great. Man. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, it, it it needs to be something. It's it's healthy. It's not. It is so unhealthy to keep that in and not express about it and express why it makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. Um. Again, like you know, I'm 30, and. I have dealt with a lot of weird things in my life that I would have never thought I would have dealt with. Right. And I can think of so many times where like I have been like ugly crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, like, yeah. 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 Like, it's the best uh, kind of crime. Yeah. Man. The so... ugly crying where you were just like, like your whole face is like yeah. scrunched up because right. you're crying and like, your face is getting dehydrated because all the salt all totally the saline is yeah like drying out your face losing control you know uh, it's kind I, of I can think of like so many situations in my life and like looking back like yeah and it's great to look back at what made me cry and how mm -hmm. to avoid those situations or how like I can or work through them right or, and like yeah. think about it. why did I cry okay what could I have done better yeah so I cannot be in that situation oh, right. I would like to research more just about the the sort of natural process of crying because obviously it can happen at any time anyway, even if there's something that didn't specifically lead up to it or or trigger it. I think it's it's just something natural that that yeah, is done. Yeah, like um, it, it, you never know. Like I like even like you know this is going to be really kind of weird and like I don't really want to talk about politics on here, but like <laughs> you know when that whole thing happened at the Capitol a few weeks ago. Yeah, I remember being an immigrant. I remember just like looking at this and being like never thinking i was ever going to see something like this right right you know it brought like, you to tears uh i went outside and like teared up a little bit because yeah. I, I, I was like i think a lot of people did i yeah. was like you know this is and i and i told my boss i was like yeah i was like i went outside and i like you know teared up a little bit i like yeah. wiped away tears because like this is this is a very emotional and it's good it's good yeah. to talk about that it's okay to be emotional i think like that's like the point that we're trying to get across with this podcast right it's right. like, it's okay to be a guy and be emotional, you know, and, uh, and find key people to talk about those things with and work, work through it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely.
Yeah, this is great. This is a great conversation. Absolutely. I mean, I, I love, I love, uh, love getting airing things out with you. Airing, airing the grievances. That's right. Me and uh, and our other male friend, we all shared stories recently. Of uh, I shared one story it was like, oh, I cried this week, and then somebody was like, oh, I cried this other week. He's like, oh, I cried about something else. I was like, oh, that's cool. We're like got all on the same page. It's kind of nice. But yeah, yeah. It's very freeing. We're starting. I, I think slowly society's starting to break down that that stigma that guys can't cry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can still be tough and macho yeah. and masculine and be like, yeah, what's up, girl? I, mean, I share my like, emotions. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Even, even just like 12 years ago, Fergie had a song <laughs> called Big Girls Don't Cry. Like, Oh, that's like, terrible. You know, no, it's it, yeah. like, it's still like pretty hard to get over that hump of yeah. like, it being seen as a sign of weakness. But and the way, is, women probably feel a particular burden of that. that. Again, that could be a whole other topic. Yeah, I, I think, could yeah, see that as well. 100%. There's a lot of burdens they're carrying and feel like I, I got to be strong. And Especially now, it's like this whole like girls get the job done kind of movement uh-huh, thing. Uh-huh. I think is a very, there's a lot of stress on women to not be so emotional in front yeah. of people. So yeah. I would be very curious. I would love to get one of our strong female friends on here and talk to them about it and just see That's how they feel about it. And it makes me think of all the times I made my my mom cry or get emotional. <laughs> that made me feel really bad yeah. too. But sorry, mom. Yeah, so uh, I think we're gonna kind of wrap it up here, guys. Uh, once again, thank you guys for tuning in. Whoever's listening, we love you. We care about you. Hit us up on Instagram, guys. You cry official. Feel free to slide into our DMs. We're trying to keep things relatively concise and to the point, so hope you guys enjoy. Thanks so much. Definitely interact with us. Send us messages. Send us ideas for podcasts or things that we could talk about or things you'd like to hear a guy's perspective on um, or silly posts or silly uh, pictures we can post on Instagram. Ruben and I are and Ruben and I are always together, so we're always thinking of dumb things to do. So, thank you guys. Love you. Be entertained. Have a great week. <laughs>